Welcome to the Daily Objective, day 87 of the war in Israel. And uh, January 1st, Happy New Year, James. Happy New Year to our, our viewers. Um, yeah, we are, we are of course, still talking about things that don't really make us happy, but are uh, important to talk about. And today we're talking about the Palestinian propaganda machine and how it operates. And, uh, and, and we're actually talking about it in the context of how it operates in in the west you know how uh the west uh, the people in the west who are advocates of the palestinian cause uh how how they um how they deal with the uh, information and uh, and disseminate it uh james do you have any any opening remarks before i go to my uh, my first example of uh well, happy new year to you and uh all of our listeners um uh i do hope that this will be a better year than last year, as I said yesterday. Um, but that is the the, the real question here. Um, and you know, something that we talked about yesterday that I think is uh, very connected and related uh, here, um, it is ideas that shape history. Um, Ominous Parallels by Dr. Leonard Peikoff is such a vital book in this respect. One can ask, for example, the general question, how could civilized people have supported and voted for Adolf Hitler in the 1930s? Um, but equally, one has to ask, how in the West can intelligent university professors, presumably students, pr presumably support Hamas after, Oct you know, after October 7th, after these horrors? It's a fair question. What can so twist and corrupt minds you know i look in the conservative media at these uh interest groups these political activist groups that support that are funding giving millions to support these uh protesters and these celebrations of october 7th that you're seeing these pro hamas uh, demonstrations all over the world of course they're funded they're funded by millionaires of course and but why are the millionaires doing it it's the ideas that they're taught at university it's no accident that the place where you're seeing a lot of the demonstrations, particularly in my country, the United States, are at universities. It is no accident that the president of Harvard University, Claudine Gay, cannot articulate a coherent response when it comes to violent anti-Semitic threats on Harvard campus. Uh, and it stems from the universities. Uh, Dr. Peikoff is exactly right. It's, you know, of course, it is most importantly, not the direct support for someone like Hitler, or Hamas. It's the ideas that underlie it. So it's all that mysticism and anti-reason. It's all that altruism and self-sacrifice. It's all that collectivism. Whether you're overtly pro-Hitler or pro-Hamas is sort of beside the point. If those are the ideas that you're teaching, you've con you're conditioning and preparing people for this very thing. And uh, But there were, as I say, the strongest demographic almost <laughs> were the university campuses for Adolf Hitler in 1932-33, yes, there were famous intellectuals like Martin Heidegger who were overtly pro-Nazi. Yes, college students, university students in the German-speaking world. But you know something? One of the differences is that that was sort of limited to the German-speaking world if they were overtly pro-Hitler. Uh, today, the overtly pro-Hamas is now bold, loud, uh, uh, unashamed, and all over the world. So in a sense, it's far, far worse than it was in the 1930s. Uh, 
These people are overtly uh, uh, supporting Hamas in a way they did not overtly support uh, Adolf Hitler, although Adolf Hitler, one of his strongest demographics were university students. I'm not exaggerating. I'm not exaggerating. And so when you hear these bizarre, horrific defenses of October 7th, it, the source and center of all of that are the universities and the ideas they're being taught there. I mean, what else can explain a justification for October 7th? What yeah. what has so twisted their minds that they can go out and demonstrate in the wake of October 7th? Um, yeah, and uh, we see, you know, we see this, we see this from the left, we see this from some elements on the right, uh, both in the US and in the UK. Uh, here, on the left, we we've spoken a lot about Owen Jones on this uh, on this show uh, and on this channel since October seventh. Owen Jones is a a left wing uh, columnist for the Guardian. He has a YouTube channel as well. He's uh, very active on Twitter. He um, so he saw so the IDF uh, for anybody who uh, doesn't know the IDF put together a, a video of of some of the videos of the of the horrors uh, that happened on October seventh some of which were, were filmed by the terrorists themselves, some of which were, were filmed when uh, the IDF came in and uh, after it ended. So Owen Jones uh, saw this video and he then did his own video about it where he starts by saying, yeah, these were atrocities and so on. But of course, was, he gives about a minute to that. <clears throat> and then he goes into his, um, basically into a, a, something like a 25 minute uh, rant denying uh, denying you know a lot of a lot of the atrocities uh, denying that a lot of the atrocities happened you know ha explaining finding why every excuse for everything he saw finding some other bizarre rationalization even if he had to pull an arbitrary assertion out of his rear end he would he would minimize the horrors that were obvious first he would say oh well, that's no big deal and then secondly he would try and find a way to blame israel if he could well maybe this was and maybe this was and uh, uh, it was disgusting it was a disgusting spectacle where he denied half of what he was seeing before his eyes and the other half he was inventing arbitrary excuses for uh that he was simply pulling out of the air yeah it, and owen jones wow. owen jones is a despicable person even when he's not talking about israel uh you oh know, but this he, was horrifically he, despicable uh but you know so after after this happened i saw this uh this this tweet by dilly hussein he is he is a, a, a an islamist propagandist here in the uk um, and, and he's the editor of Five Pillars UK, which on Twitter, on X, uh, they uh, their their bio is the only independent Muslim news site in Europe, Australia, and the Americas. Established uh, 2013. All right, so uh, they're they're uh, very anti-Israel. Dilly Hussein has called for the dismantling of Israel, and as as uh, as have um, many here. We'll get to that in a minute. But he tweets. Uh, this he quote tweets Owen Jones after Owen Jones uh, saw that video and he, and he says Owen Jones confirms after attending Israel's official screening of the events of October seventh that no proof of beheaded babies no proof of Hamas killing children no proof of Hamas killing children no proof of rape no proof of beheading humans alive uh, and uh, Hamas. Asked Israeli party goers if uh, they were soldiers or civilians. So this is a this is a big part of how this propaganda machine works uh, among these these propagandists. And by the way, 
they're not stupid. They're not ignorant. You know, we 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 had a, a video where we talked about this, this video that went viral of the woman going from the nation to the sea. And then the guy asked her, what are you talking about? And she says, oh, from the mountains. She, she didn't know. They know. They know very well what they they're know. talking about. And 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 this is how it works. So somebody uh, says something and it's it's either, you know, when when something comes from Israel, you deny immediately that it has any validity whatsoever. On the other hand, if any random brotard, uh, you know, on the pro-Palestinian side side uh, tweets anything, then it's reported as news. Again, Owen Jones writes for one of the major newspapers in this country, and this is how it goes. Somebody says something, then somebody else points to what that uh, that somebody said. Uh, you know, makes it sound more official than it sounded before. And uh, and and that's that's news nowadays. And uh, yeah, go ahead, and then I'll I'll uh, already, point out to another instance of something uh, similar that I'm sure everybody's familiar with. The Guardian. I've never been a big fan of the Guardian, but uh, at this point, I think the Guardian has just uh, eradicated any journalistic credibility uh, that it might have. That it could allow the publication that it assists and sanctions and promotes the publication of provable, demonstrable lies. These are just lies that can be established uh, through independent witnesses, physical evidence, uh, and anyone who did see that video would know that the man is simply lying. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, it used to be that journalism, places like The Guardian, would have to take some concern for the actual facts but they are now apparently promoting outright lies. You can simply not believe it. You say, well, it's in The Guardian. It's a fact. No, no, my friends. You read it in The Guardian. Uh, you, you, in fact, my assumption now when it's about this subject is that they're lying to me. If they can promote the lies of someone like uh, this entity, then, of course, the entire journalistic credibility of something like The Guardian must be shattered. Uh, think about the kind of lies they're willing to tell you, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, no, any there are international observers. There's physical evidence. Uh, there, uh, I have read forensic reports. I'm get emotional, <laughs> but I've read the forensic pathology reports where they're having a hard time separating bodies of, of families that were burnt alive, people who who had broken bones and pelvises because of the way they were raped. Uh, if you don't want to check out that evidence, if you want to deny that evidence, ladies and gentlemen, if you're willing to so live in such denial, consider how twisted your mind must be, how twisted your values must be. You are just the kind of person who would be out there supporting Adolf Hitler in 1933. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, it's safe to assume Owen Jones went to see that video so that he can say i saw it and uh it, that was it and, and then and then use that as as uh you know to to gain credibility while uh you know again denying uh, what he actually saw thank you valter for the very generous super chat he says happy new year happy new year to you valter as well uh and to everybody watching so um yeah. Now we, you know, when when the um, the news came out that Israel bombed the Al Ali Hospital in Gaza and five hundred people were killed, a number that was given immediately after the this alleged bombing, uh, I I texted Daniel 
within, I don't know, an hour or so and said, this is our topic tomorrow because I've seen it before. I know how this uh, propaganda machine works. You know, I've, I've seen it. I saw it in uh, 2000 and I believe it was 2002 when Israel had a ground operation in, in Janine and, uh, and, you know, Israel didn't allow reporters in and the reports came out, came from the Palestinians that 500 people, they like this number, 500 people had died. Nice uh, round number. <laughs> yeah. 500, 500 civilians, of course, is, is how they put it. When, when, uh, when actually they, you know, when it, when it ended, the actual number was 52, uh, most of whom were terrorists. 23 Israeli soldiers died. Of course, mm. with the El Ali hospital bombing, uh, so-called bombing, we now know that it was a Palestinian Islamic Jihad rocket that was misfired, that was supposed to kill Israelis, not Palestinians. And it it fell on, uh, was it the, the parking lot there? And there was a big explosion because hospitals are where Hamas hides explosives. Now, uh, again, this was reported as news, and news outlets, for the most part, then uh, walked it back a little bit. But if you go now on, uh, certainly uh, many on the pro-Palestinian side uh, uh, in the UK, if you go on their, their Twitter, if you go on uh, Jeremy Corbyn's Twitter, again, Jeremy Corbyn was somebody who almost became prime minister of this country. That tweet, last I checked, was still up. And if if I'm uh, if I'm mistaken, if, if he had actually deleted it, it took him a few months. Um and uh, Chris Williamson, who was a member of parliament in this in this country, has also said we, we talked about that Israel should be dismantled. This is something they say. This is something they say about Israel. They don't say it about any other country in the world. It, it uh, you know, it, it tells a lot about them. But they are I think here they're more mainstream than they are in, in the U.S. I don't think even, um, uh, you know, Rashida Tlaib, I don't think she has said Israel should be dismantled. Uh, it's it's. Uh, it's it's something unique here and and it requires in order to get away with it it requires uh, lying and constant lying and uh, and and using every such opportunity there's an explosion somewhere in gaza in a hospital which is great for them they love that then let's let's uh, let's use it as another uh, example of something that israel did and again if you still have that tweet up sometimes people make mistakes you know you tweet something and then you find out you were wrong so you delete right. it. That's fine. Deleting a tweet is is okay. Saying I was wrong is okay. They're not going to say it because they the reason oh, they said it in the first place is part of their agenda. Oh, just the opposite. They get caught in lot. You know, Hamas will report lie after lie after lie. They will the Western media, the suckers in the Western media will report it as fact. They have to retract. I mean, the hospital is a classic example there. And after, you would think in the wake of their humiliation in the way they reported, the, they simply took the terrorists, the, the perpetrators. Now think about this. The perpetrators of October 7th, they simply took these people's word and reported it as fact, first thing. And then rather than really just say, okay, well, we made a huge mistake. We're going to have to rethink our whole sourcing on this, this topic. No, they continue to repeat information delivered by Hamas. I mean, it wasn't as an Israeli uh, 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 missile at all or rocket at all. It was from the Islamic Brotherhood. It wasn't, uh, and the hospital itself was filled with explosives because Hamas uses hospitals as military. Uh, you know, we, we saw the reporters going behind the CAT scan machines and finding caches of weapons there at that hospital. I mean, uh, stuff we could see with our own eyes, and they still report it the same way. In other words, it is not. It, it, you have to ask yourself a deep epistemological question here. They've been caught again and again reporting as fact 
lies supplied to them by Hamas, and they continue to do it. Why? Uh, yeah, yeah. The, the the fact that the numbers are still now something that some news outlets have changed is now they they will sometimes say these numbers are uh, from the Gaza Health Ministry run, which is run by Hamas. <clears throat> now, but you're still reporting it. I mean, right. you know, the, the right way to say it is, you know, we these are the numbers given to us by the people who committed the atrocities on October 7th. And this is what that's the only way to put it. According yeah. to the monsters who perpetrated October seventh, this is you know this is what they say. That's the way to place to put it. I mean, obviously, um, and, and, and it's important. Uh, yeah, it's important. IDF, to keep that frankly, the way people deny, I you know, the funny thing is, is you can. It's a strange comparison too. Hamas or the you know the health agency or whatever they call themselves, they're believed just like that. IDF reports something and, oh, no, 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 we can't report that as fact. We've got to check that out. We've got to have two more sources confirming what Israel's telling us. But not when it comes to some Hamas or Hamas proxy. They're simply printed. And yeah, some of them will say, yeah, according to the Hamas health agency, which is, you know, the Black Palestinian health, which is run by Hamas. Da, da, da. Great. Thanks. Yeah. And, and this is important <laughs> to remember, not just when we're talking about the number of, of deaths, uh, it, it's it's important to remember when they say the number of deaths of children, of women. Uh, again, women could be terrorists. Children are sometimes armed by Hamas. When they're not, they're often uh, used as human shields. It's important to remember that also when you hear things like Gaza is the most densely populated area in the world or 50% or of uh, the population are children. Maybe, but remember, you know, consider the source and remember where it's coming from. Uh, thank you, Bonnie, for the super chat. Thank you, Mark, for the super chat. Mark says, thank you for the badly needed info and perspective. Thank you. And thank you, Tova, for becoming a um, YouTube member of ARC UK. Uh, James, do you know how uh, how to lie while telling the truth? <laughs> now never never figured out how to do that no. it, it is actually possible you know if i if i tell you um you know if i if you've never seen me before and i tell you i have one arm and then you see me and you're like well you have two arms and i'll i can say look i i never said only one arm there, there's one arm you know there's another one you know the other <laughs> side. this is basically uh, this is something that is, is similar to what they do so owen jones yeah, back to Owen Jones, um, uh, reported uh, a few, so what was it, a month ago or so, uh, that uh, Israeli government minister Bezalel Smotrich said um, that there are two million Nazis in the West Bank. Uh, and, and that's how he reported it, that this is something that a government minister said. Now, the government minister did say that. But uh, what Owen Jones doesn't mention is that this came after that poll where 75% of people in the West Bank supported, or was it 75 or was it more than 75, supported yeah. uh, the October 7th atrocities. And another thing I like to remind when we when we talk about that poll is the fact that somebody was against it does not mean they're against killing Jews. It means right. they maybe if they might be against killing Jews, they might have thought this was not the right time. Let's but wait until moment. The perhaps not in this way. We should have done it a little differently. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but still, you know, saying there are two million Nazis in the West Bank, having seen that poll is uh, is it's it's difficult to argue against it unless you ignore it and and say, look, some evil 
Israeli or evil Jew, I don't know how exactly uh, it, it works inside Owen Jones's mind, uh, has said something, and we can use this to further our our agenda. That's exactly it. I mean, and think of the the, the cognitive twisting that he, it must exist in this guy this guy's mind. I mean, he can see the video. I mean, see it, lie about it, minimize it, do all that, right? And then turn around and say, look, ignore the fact that at least three quarters of the Palestinians are actually in support of all that. I mean, it's irrelevant to him at that point, right? Because he's completely denied the facts with his own eyes. He's lied about it uh, for others. And so, of course, uh, the, the, how how could you possibly call them Nazis, compare them to Nazis, just because they want uh, the, uh, the annihilation of all the Jews? Uh, how, could you, how dare you could compare them to Nazis? Uh, now, they make a perfect comparison to Nazis, as we've been doing for the last <laughs> a couple of days here. Uh, uh, not perfect. There are some differences. In some ways, Hamas is cruder, worse, and the and the support for them uh, in uh, among intellectuals and journalists in the West is stronger, stronger than for Adolf Hitler in the 1930s. Think about that. Uh, we're, if anything, we have culturally and philosophically declined, declined in profound ways from the 1930s. It's gotten worse, ladies and gentlemen. There's more support for these monsters. I mean, you can see October 7th for ourselves. We can have that kind of evidence in front of our own eyes, and you can still have universities around the world and demonstra huge demonstrations in major city Western capitals. Uh, in effect, yeah. things have gotten culturally worse since the Nazis. That's a, that's a horrific thing to say, but I'm afraid I have to say it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we talk about Owen Jones a lot and we'll continue to do so. But it, you see this you see this in the way mainstream media reports it. you see this in the way uh, mainstream media interviews people from the Palestinian side versus people from the Israeli side. You know, we famously saw that uh, uh, when, when there was the uh, temporary ceasefire and the uh, uh, exchange of uh, Israel, you know, giving uh, freeing, releasing terrorists in exchange for. Uh, for civilians held in Gaza, old people, yeah, and and we saw that interview by Kay Burley from Sky News interviewing uh, Elon Levy, the uh, the Israeli spokesperson, and she said, uh, "Well, you're giving 150 150 Palestinians for 50 Israelis. Do you value Palestinian lives less?" And of course, this was this was the agreement with Hamas, you know, uh, pushed by Hamas. Israel would gladly have given zero Palestinians in exchange for, for Israelis. But and and you know, even even when you're interviewing and you think, you know, I have to I have to challenge the interviewee. This is such a, a you know such a uniquely bad reasoning uh, on on her part that you don't see when it comes to anything other than Israel. And 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 you do see it see it there. Um we saw reports of uh, in in the ground troops, uh, the ground operation in Gaza, when when terrorists are um, apprehended, they are made to strip because they could be wearing a bomb, as Palestinians often do. But this is something that we hear again from the Palestinian propaganda machine in the West: is you know you're humiliating them for no reason. First of all, there's a reason. Second of all. It is good to humiliate your enemy in a war. That that sends a message to others consider, who might do consider that. babies. No, no, no. Whatever the lies of Owen uh, Jones and all those monsters, babies were slaughtered, beheaded, families were burnt alive 
burnt alive. They would roll burning tires into places where they'd gathered children or an entire family. That is a fact, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, now deny the horrors of that all you like, but consider the cognitive dissonance that going on here. Consider the denial going on here. I mean, we're at a, and to turn it around like they have in the most vile, disgusting, despicable way, and to even at, for the reporter to even ask the question in that way, kind of tells you everything you need to know. It's not October 7th that's horrifying them, that requires some kind of reaction. It's Israel that has to restrain itself in the wake of October 7th. And how dare you disvalue Palestinian, wait a minute here, Israeli children were just slaughtered. Israeli civilians were just raped and slaughtered. And now the sole focus is on anything Israel might do in self-defense and the numbers. Now, of course, I, I think that any of these hostage negotiations are corrupt. Uh, I, I mean, how many more hostages do you want taken? How many more October 7th do you want to encourage and make pay for these guys? Uh, so I think it's wrong. Uh, I, I, I My heart bleeds for the families of the hostages. It really does. But I cannot see myself sanctioning more hostages, encouraging and making pay the taking of more hostages, which is all that Israeli and American policy has done when we negotiate with Iran or Hezbollah for hostages or Hamas for hostages. That's all that we do. Yeah. And by the way, we're we're gonna talk tomorrow about um tomorrow's episode is titled did israel create hamas and and we're gonna uh broaden that conversation out a, a little bit to talk about how generally the west deals with its enemies or with places where it has multiple enemies um and uh yeah so make sure you watch that and the reality show is back tomorrow right after the daily objective uh we also have a um a video on the briefly objective our other channel uh which is starting in a few minutes james uh you know we talked about all these horrible people who are you know tweeting their horrible ideas uh or or posting them on x you are also on x right what is your uh handle on x so that people who want to hear more from you can uh, can follow you I think I'm at James Valiant, so <laughs> James S. Valiant. I should have had my my Twitter handle. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I, I yeah. See, we we uh, we ask uh, challenging questions here. Uh, <laughs> that should have been an easy one, but unfortunately for me, that one is a challenge. I am now on X. It really was October seventh that did it for me. It's only been in the last couple of months that I've been on X. I've I've never really liked that forum, but in the wake of October seventh. I waded right into a forum. I don't have much fun usually arguing it, but I'm there uh, with a handle. I'm not quite sure. Yeah, by I... the way, Daniel corrects you and says the handle is at James Valley 81018. That is a terrible handle, by the way. That is a terrible handle. I really need to fix it. But but <laughs> thank it you. It is in the chat as well. And uh, I am also on X at Rosie Ginsburg. That is easier to find, although I, I see uh misspelling my name often and and yeah when when we're not here yeah i also hate that platform and i <laughs> i i've been on it for a while and haven't used it uh almost at all and uh yeah october 7th changed that you actually uh, so. you, you actually i mean i i'm a kind of boring uh ex uh, or tweeter i guess whatever they call you have said that made some powerful posts in the last couple of months my brother uh and i urge people to follow you uh over at x uh, along Thanks. with Groanbrook and us here, Ayn Rand Center UK. 
Yeah. Uh, and, those um, are the places you'll get the best information, ladies and gentlemen. And if you think this is a unique viewpoint that you're getting, because I know it is, uh, and you recognize that, then put your money where your mouth is, ladies and gentlemen. This is an important value. This is an important message to get out. And this is a perspective that you're not going to hear from the regular media. So yeah, please, we are we are funded by our members and our super chatters who, uh, um, you know, are, are always uh, uh, helpful as they are today. Uh, also, yeah. So tomorrow we have the uh, the show about did Israel create Hamas later on. Uh, I think it's going to be later on this week. If not, it'll be sometime soon. I will be uh, talking to somebody from Israel, Gilad, uh, longtime viewers of this channel uh, know him. And we're going to talk about how. You know, we hear so much about, uh, you know, the lives of people in Gaza and how difficult it is to live uh, in Gaza during a time of war. We don't hear about how difficult it is to live in Israel during a time of war. Rockets are still being fired uh, at Haven't Israel. stopped. And, Haven't yeah. stopped. That's the other thing a lot of people in the West outside of Israel don't realize. The rockets haven't stopped. I mean, yeah. of course, most of them get intercepted and so forth. A lot of them misfire and stuff. But people must realize that since October 7th, Hamas has not stopped firing rockets into Israel. Yeah. And so uh, that'll be interesting to hear uh, life in Israel uh, during the war. We are about to start competing with ourselves if we don't go <laughs> off the air because the briefly objective is uh, starting uh, now, Daniel will uh, put that in the chat. Thank you, Gail, for the last minute super chat. Thanks, James, for joining me. We will be back here tomorrow talking about did Israel create Hamas? Be safe. Happy New Year. Happy New Year.